0: on Growth with Medu INC Business and Life Coach. My name is Adina Arhiri inviting you to join us on a new episode of Medu's COVID-19 Crisis Log. Have you wondered what happiness means to you? Have you ever noticed how you might be conditioned or influenced to believe that certain things and achievements are the key to your happiness? Has it happened to obtain such things and realize that they did not bring the expected level of happiness, And why would that be? I invite you to listen and explore the possibility that what you have learned about happiness is wrong or simply doesn't apply to you. What if the handful of people who oversee everything, what if they think the same way we just have? In the sense of, well, people don't even know what happiness is and it's something different for each of them. They cannot even make this decision on their own. Why not create this, this illusion of happiness or why not condition people to think happiness is a certain thing, if they cannot even figure it out for themselves. So my point again is, I feel that once people are trained or they, know, they understand what makes them happy, that's gonna give them the motivation to do certain things. But not when someone else decides for them. I
1: agree, I would support people so that they will be able to develop what satisfies them or what makes them happy, and, and if, if it's happiness then it's happiness, if it's satisfaction then it's satisfaction, and if it's growth and it's growth, whatever, But so that they can make their own decision, and I totally agree with you, I mean, uh, advertising and marketing tries to tell us what makes us happy. And it tries to tell us that we need to strive for happiness and it defines for us how happiness should feel. And in my definition, what we learn on TV, in movies and through advertising is is something that I would probably call more fun than happiness.
0: One of my favorite expressions especially here is like live life to the fullest. What does that mean? When I when I hear people giving this advice like live life to the fullest I am like do you even understand what that means to you? Exactly.
1: (laughs) We have this idea in our head. So life you live your life to the fullest, you need to I don't know travel and have ten pairs of shoes and every month
0: or double that the relationships and yeah. yeah. Monogamy is not one of the things of living life to the fullest.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, how, how, how did we come up with this, for me, really crazy, stupid definitions, and then not only come up with this, but spend a lot of money so that we make people believe that this is really what life is about. But then, of course... This is how a lot of people make money from it. Because they, they make other people believe that you need the new shoes because they want to sell the new shoes. This is what advertising and marketing is all about. So I, I, I make you believe that you need this. And then suddenly we are in this rat race. So I, I need to, to work hard in order to buy all this stuff because I learned that all this stuff makes me happy. Or I learned that I can only be happy when I have size double slim, in, in, instead of be the size that I am. Or I, I can only be happy when when my face is without wrinkles and my hair is without gray. Which the latter is true. I can only be happy <laughs> when my hair is without gray.
0: But let, <laughs> let, let me tell you, I I do agree with the with the travel, but not in the necessarily in the money sense, what I've noticed, and here's my learning about happiness, so to speak. I love to travel, but then I realized what I actually love more than traveling. When I realized that is when I did a couple of trips alone. And let me tell you, it was a little blah. Even if the destination was great, it was blah. And then I realized that it's not the actual travel, that the travel is just like the context is really who you share your experiences with. Because I, that I, would have changed the whole thing. I still would want to do the traveling, but if you don't do it with the the person or person to make you happy, it's like, why am I paying for this, pretty
1: much? I could link this wonderfully back to our last, last podcast, that it's about togetherness and being together and feeling the community and you know sharing the experience. And this is what COVID-19 has actually robbed us of. And I hope that we realize that it has robbed us of that and we realize the value that community has for us. Coming back to your example of your colleague who now rather stays at home. I could in- interpret staying at home maybe with her family and friends and going to Starbucks or whatever is also a way of creating community and experiencing community in a way that I really like, that satisfies me or makes me happy or makes me joyous or whatever. word do we want to use here? But this also means that, wow, going into work I have not experienced work as a community. And maybe it's because there was this objectification that we were talking about or in the earlier podcast as well. Or maybe it's just a matter
0: well. of balance. It's just too much of it. Five days a week or even six days a week, morning till night, I mean, maybe she can. She misses her job. But she she just found something else that she was missing that she wasn't even aware of. And that's what the virus did. Like you, you don't even know what you're missing until the universe, like, plants you in it, so to speak. So that's that's how I uh, interpreted it. Because she does miss it, but
1: for me, she just sounded so much more balanced. Yeah, yeah. And and I just had this this conversation with a client of mine last week, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm working in a home office, and and uh, my partner is working in a home office, and." We tend to our child. Uh, the, the child is like three years old, and we just really enjoy this. We cook a lot, and we spend a lot of we have a lot of family time. I've never worked as much as I work now in the home office. She said, and that's both for uh, that's true for both of them. But somehow we have managed to create this family feeling, and I can go out and have a coffee with my partner and we share the playing time with our little one. And so there's a sense of family that, that just gets lost when you sit in, in an office for 12 or 14 hours, and then and then you have to commute on top of it. And so I think there's a, I, I just really hope that people will drive this change. You know, that that people will want to keep what they have now experienced and like, that they will want to try and keep this. And then I think the organizational change and the economical change has a chance to come from that.
0: Thank you for listening to Medu's COVID-19 crisis log we trust that our improvisations have sparkled new ideas and points of view that you are eager to explore on your own. Pondering at one's happiness is no easy task. Yet, as we observe our current world, which has been focusing so much on coercing us to obtain material things with the promise of happiness, we can't help but wonder if there is more out there that can fulfill our hearts and make us grow. And if you feel like you have found some answers to these questions, Please email Madhu at madhu at einseedler.at or leave your feedback on her social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Don't stop exploring and stay tuned for our new episodes.